May I speak in the name of God, who is Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Now I wonder, has anyone found their relationship with God has changed in what, let's say, the last year? A year seems as good an example to give as anything else. I heard it said once that if you don't look back on what your faith was like a few years before and think that at that point you must have been a heretic, there's something wrong. And probably it's true because our faith journeys do change and develop as we keep travelling and growing in our faith. And so it's not static. And if we've grown in our relationship with Jesus, surely if we look back, we realise it wasn't quite as good as it might have been. Sometimes this happens through just normal life. But at other times, there are particular incidents that happen which change things, sometimes quite dramatically. Ever since I started to explore whether I might be called to ordained ministry, there have been various events and situations which deepened my relationship with God, my faith, and indeed nurtured my vocation. Time spent on exchange at the College of the Transfiguration in South Africa is one particular example I mention time and time again, to be honest. But it's worth saying it with today us having a reading of the Transfiguration in the Gospel reading. Because these moments, and often they are just a moment, a finite amount of time, or maybe even just the blink of an eye or something, result in us suddenly and dramatically realising we have been changed by God. I mentioned a year because so much has happened in my life and ministry in this last year. At the end of January 2021, okay, just over a year ago, Guernsey entered lockdown for a second time. At that point, Natty and I felt we were settled in our life and ministry there. We'd come out of lockdown, things would build up again and life would continue and ministry would continue. But soon after that, I had what can only be described as a weird dream. Anyone ever had one of them? (laughs) And you wonder what's going on when you have one of these dreams. You think, okay, it could just be I've had too much cheese before bed. (laughs) It could be too much alcohol, could be a weird TV programme or film. Or could be God trying to speak through this dream. And soon after that, which made me think it wasn't cheese or alcohol, was I had a very surreal conversation in real life. I was awake at the time with a colleague overseas, a priest on another continent, in fact. It caused me to question so much of where and how I was ministering now and in the future. And in fact, When, as well, what might be happening next? Might it be sooner than I'd expected? It led to some quite crazy exploration, re-engaging with possibilities we'd explored in the past, a few years back. And then, for good measure, 
some quite absurd extra bits were thrown into the mix. Spring got even more mad. Natalie and I were wondering what God might be up to. Was it time to up sticks and emigrate again, maybe to far off lands? What was going on? And then a swerve ball was thrown. A certain post in South Wales was advertised. And here we are. <laughs> Last spring, we had no thoughts about coming to South Wales, apart from maybe to visit friends, I guess. But the journey through the year led us to a place where we were changed and ready to embrace something new. God had changed us in some of those experiences. Something happened and we were changed. And in all honesty, this is what happens so often when we encounter God. Things aren't the same as they were before. We see this in the gospel reading. They go up a mountain to a liminal place, a place where the distance between earth and heaven is so small, so thin, touching distance even. You could reach out and touch God. You could touch heaven. Throughout this mountain. And then the prophets are there, Moses and Elijah. Jesus is with them. Jesus is transfigured, changed, glowing, dazzling white. They are basking in the presence of God, no doubt radiating the glory of God themselves. So bright is Jesus glowing. How wonderful to be in such a place. How wonderful to have God so close to you. What a place to be. Wouldn't it be great to just stay here in this moment forever? They said, can't we just stay here, Jesus? Maybe we've experienced such times when we can feel that God is so close. When we can feel how good things are being in God's presence. Maybe on a pilgrimage or a retreat or a Christian festival, or maybe just walking in the mountains. Just aware, God is there. And what a feeling. A better feeling than winning promotion to the Premier League, as we experienced as Reading fans. <laughs> Can't say about winning the Premier League, we've never done that. Maybe even a better feeling than winning the Six Nations, or... Should I not mention that after yesterday's result? How much better God is than these things we can experience as mere humans. And wouldn't it be great to stay feeling like this forever in the presence of God? How I wish it could be Christmas every day, as someone once said. But they can't, they can't stay there. The moment is over. Moses and Elijah have gone. They go down the mountain, disheartened, confused, unsettled. I remember Father Philip North, now the Bishop of Burnley, reflecting upon this once in Walsingham. 
that place of pilgrimage for hundreds of years in Norfolk. He recounted how people had gone there on pilgrimage and had just been desperate to stay. It's such a wonderful place, they say, so holy. Can't we just up sticks and move to this village? Just worship in the Shrine Church forever, celebrating Christmas every day because almost every Mass celebrated has a reading of Christmas in it. But Philip pointed out that's not possible because they go there precisely to leave. They go there to clear off again. Because in that moment they are there. They encounter God. In going there, they are refreshed, revived, empowered, anointed by the Holy Spirit in order to go back home and taking that blessing by God into their lives. They go there in order to be changed by Jesus and they leave changed. Or to phrase it another way, what goes up must come down. They go there, something happens, they move on. We see this in the Gospel reading today. Peter, John and James accompany Jesus up the mountain. They have a moment of revelation there. A moment of realising a bit more about who Jesus is. Through his encounter with Moses and Elijah. Through his transfiguration. Through his glowing, dazzling white. Jesus is transfigured. But they are too. This is a preparation for their future ministry. This is a transformation of their experience of and knowledge of God made man, Jesus Christ our Lord. In this moment on the mountain, they too are transformed, transfigured. During my time at the College of the Transfiguration, my understanding of ministry and my relationship with Jesus was changed. We loved it there, Natalie and I. It'd been great to stay there for longer, but that wasn't the plan. We'd gone there to receive and gone there to move on again, taking what we'd learned and experienced there into ministry in Cornwall, England, Guernsey, and now South Wales. Indeed, my experiences a year ago through them, my relationship with Jesus and my trust in how God might just be calling me to serve next and my courage to follow that call, petrifying as it was, constantly, was changed, transformed, transfigured. Through our encounters with our risen Lord, May we be aware of the transformation, the transfiguration going on inside us, each and every one of us. Because we are changed, we do not stay the same. It is possible for us to be changed, quite literally, from the inside out, through knowing and experiencing something of the glory of God. And in this time of war between Russia and Ukraine, 
we pray for the transforming love of Jesus Christ to enter these situations, transforming conflict into peace, seeing lives transformed. As Archbishop Michael Ramsey, a previous Archbishop of Canterbury, once said, on the holy mountain, the Son of Man discloses another world, revealing that no part of created things and no moment of created time is outside the power of the Spirit to change it from glory to glory. Come, Lord Jesus, transform us, transform the world, that we may trust in your promises and help us and all of creation to work for peace in your name. In the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Amen.